Hello, I'm Lindsay Loader. And my name is Melissa Jane. And we are Never, Never Noobs. Noobs. Welcome to Escort Quest, part three of our Final Fantasy playthrough. How are you feeling? Fantastic. Should we just jump right in? Um, maybe we can hop right in. Hop? Like, hop slightly jumping. reluctantly or with <laughs> no. a jovial nature? With a jovial nature, yeah. Like, Not reluctant at all. We're like just a hopping. bunny. Like a skip. Hop, skip, and a jump. That's very fitting for this game, right? We last left you in the Junon area. Yep. You had just come out of the Mithril Caves, and yes. you were near Fort Condor. Yeah, uh-huh. Is that where you first went, or did you explore I, elsewhere? I explored elsewhere a little bit. Um, I mean, I looked around uh, leveling up a bit here and there. Some grinding. Yeah. A little grinding. You gotta grind. Mm-hmm. It's what happens. Make it um, easier on yourself. It's understandable. Definitely. I fought some creatures. Did I talk about how much I hated those things that steal from you? Last time? Uh, I can't remember. I, it might have been a mention, but go ahead. Oh, I just so, hate them. Cause you they, hate, <laughs> if you really hate them, it's worth two episodes it worth. Those things, I don't know what they're called because I don't look at the names of the creatures I'm <laughs> fighting because I'm terrible. <laughs> no, I just forget that things are... I totally names. can't remember their names. But they would steal things from you. Yeah, the as, humanoid you know, thief They wouldn't dudes. just attack you. They got to steal from you too, adding mm-hmm. insult to injury as it were. But they kept stealing things and they stole a tent and I could not handle that because I was just making sure that I had enough. And have you been relying on tents no. a lot? No. I oh. just have them just in case. <laughs> I'm worried. You're becoming a true item hoarder. I feel like yes. every true RPGer, the, mm-hmm. when it comes to item management, it's just like, don't use them. Just keep them forever. I'll need them. I'll need this for later. Yeah. And that's how I am in life, too. Like, mm-hmm. I can't throw this away. What if I need it? <laughs> You're never going to need that, Melissa. But what if I you do? You develop these traits <laughs> and then you try and play something like Dark Souls. I'd love to see you try Dark Souls oh. eventually. <laughs> Because that will break everything that you've is, learned. Is Dark Souls the one where you die a lot? Or yeah. is that a different Just thing? get oh, used to saying you gosh, die. darn it. I've heard so much. Well, not so much. Yeah. I know of that game and how you die, and I don't, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that if I ever play that. <laughs> okay, back on topic. Okay, yeah. Final Fantasy VII, man. Back on track. So you did grind a bit. I did. I grinded a bit, and then I went to the forest in search of a new party member. Did you... I gave you some hints with that. <laughs> you gave me a guide on that. Yeah, admittedly. Okay, so I did interfere with, interfere with this. I want Melissa, especially because I feel like, I don't think you'll be going back to replay this a bunch mm, of times. I mean, Probably not. Maybe, but... Eventually. We have a yeah. lot of games to get through, so yeah. I want you to at least have all the party members. And there are two, if you've played Final Fantasy VII before, there are two secret party members. Mm. And this is one of them. Yep. So I'm like, maybe you should look in the woods and do this. Yeah. And so I got Yuffie. We ran into her and we fought her and we won pretty easily. She wasn't a too difficult of a, of a component, of an opponent, of a component. <laughs> she wasn't too difficult of an opponent. And then you have a conversation. <laughs> and apparently the conversation is what determines if she joins you or not. Yeah, she's apparently a little fireball or something. She'll steal your stuff. <laughs> yeah. She'll just run off. Goodness. You got to be careful with Yuffie. Yeah. Oh, Yuffie, Yuffie? Yuffie, Yuffie. See, growing up, I always thought it was Yuffie. Uh-huh. How I how I pronounce, like, everything in Final <laughs> Fantasy VII is not truly how it's pronounced. Oh, so we're using okay. We could just use the Utah pronunciations. I feel that like Final Fantasy cool. VII, if it took place here, it'd, be, it'd just be Yuffie. Well, I only call her Yuffie because I do remember from, once again, Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. She introduces herself. I'm the great ninja Yuffie, or the great warrior Yuffie, or whatever. Oh, she does? I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. unless I'm remembering that incorrectly, but I think that's how she introduces herself. Yeah, I can't herself. remember the introduction. I've heard it both ways from different people. 
That's a psych reference, and you didn't even know that. No, I didn't. But I've heard it both ways. Never mind. We're trying not to do references, <laughs> dude. What were your first impressions of Yuffie? Uh, my first impressions was you are difficult. <laughs> like, you have to say the exact right thing in order for her to even join your party. Uh-huh. And then ever since then, every time you talk to her, she's just like being difficult. Like, I love her to death. She's amazing, but she's very difficult. She's a fun 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's 16. I don't yeah. think I knew that. Awesome. Cool. Oh, I, I don't know if they mentioned the ages directly in the game. Uh-huh. In the guide, it has them listed oh. with details. I'll have to show you that. Yeah. Actually, you can pull it up on the PlayStation 3. I'll show you how to do that. Oh. We won't ruminate on that right now. <laughs> okay. Has this affected your party? Did you change your party up at all to include her? Nope. Just sticking with Red <laughs> and Aries? I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm doing so far. And then after you got Yuffie, did you head over to Fort Condor or Junon? Fort Condor. I went and, wait, I did Fort Condor first, and then I went and got Yuffie. Oh, okay. So I did the Fort Condor mission where mm-hmm. you fight yeah, that, that strange Civil War battle. with Shinra. It's like a tower defense mini game yeah, in the middle of game. this game. And I wasn't expecting that at all. I thought we would just go and like have some actual like fighting, but no, you've got to set up like who's the defenders and the fighters and stuff. And I did donate a bunch of money too, because I had a ton of gill from mm-hmm. grinding. Um, and so I donated money and then I set those people up and I was so worried because I'm like, I, I'm not going to do good at this. I'm not going to, I did fairly well though. I think I only lost like two soldiers. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they were, whether they're fighters or attackers or whatever they were called, but I did fairly well. I so you won through the mini game, even with the last creature? I did one battle. I didn't okay. <laughs> no, actually if your soldiers are unsuccessful, that final boss that comes through makes oh. it to the tower, and then you have to physically fight them. Oh, no, I didn't have to physically fight them. Yeah. We killed them there. So you successfully yeah. helped it off. I thought, I, I thought you were talking about there was several other battles you could fight, and you had to do all of those. I'm like, I thought you only did one now, and then come back later. But yeah. according to the guide. Yeah, you can come said. back later. Okay, cool, cool. Sorry, I was a little confused there. But yeah, I know I beat that guy mm-hmm. to a pulp, as it were. I was pretty good. Are you, are you using the guide now in full no. or did you just use I it I just for used it for for the Condor and Yuffie because you you said something as soon as I see Junon like Junon area to use that and so I'm like okay. oh man it says Junon area and then right under that it says Yuffie and Condor I suggest using the guide as little as yeah, possible except I, for the characters that I mentioned I don't I wasn't planning on using much of a guide I mean I feel like <laughs> I would really love to play it as as much of a completionist way as possible. I don't want to miss things, but I'm not. I'm gonna resist using the guide. I think that would take mm-hmm. away too much of it, especially for yeah. a first playthrough. And for Final Fantasy VII, a completionist playthrough can like go up to a uh, hundred <laughs> hours or more, depending on how quick you are with things. Yeah, and I'm not quick with things, so it would be massive amounts of time. I think the first time I played it through all the way, mm-hmm. I was only like 16, mm-hmm. doing my first completionist run through, and it took around 90 hours for everything. Oh, wow. And that was without guides. That's just uh-huh. kind of doing what I could to figure things out. And if you need to use a guide, I say go for it. Like, yeah. no one should just pick away at a game and not have any fun. If, it, oh, if yeah. it's ruining your enjoyment of something, I fully endorse using guides. I mean, the information yeah. information is available out there. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with this, I mean, <laughs> we've talked about how we're trying to get you the abilities you need in playing games mm-hmm. by experiencing playing the game. Exactly. <laughs> so. And I mean, like our last episode we recorded, the feeling of 
accomplishment when I figured out how to do the stupid air duct and going from room to room. Mm-hmm. I was so excited and proud yeah. of myself. And if I had just read that in a guide, it would have been like, oh, cool, I did that. Yeah. But I wouldn't really feel proud of myself at all. Mm-hmm. And so I was so happy. So I hope that that happens more, that I will have to work and work and work and get a little frustrated, but then I'll get it and I'll just feel so good. Honestly, the first time I play a game, I won't touch a guide. Even if it mm-hmm. takes me an additional <laughs> 30 minutes to an hour or more to figure out something. I just prefer not to. I think, I think I'm that way with a lot of games too. When I played through Mass Effect, like for the first two games, my brother was so excited that I was finally playing it. Mm-hmm. And he would sit and watch for parts of the game and stuff. And I'm like, don't tell me anything. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what I'm going. Don't. And then the third one I did a little differently. Like I took some pointers, but yeah. But yeah, most overall, I was like, no, I'm, I'm figuring this out on my mm-hmm. own. This is my journey. Yeah, I kind of, I remember telling you not to do something in the third game. Oh yeah, and Riley was a little upset. <laughs> well, because, uh, well, we won't, we won't get into it yeah. now, but it was, that, it was interesting. Another, a, a game for another podcast. Yes, yes, story for another day. So you finished Fort Condor, left, and then you headed to Junon. Yep, went right to Junon. I mean, I might have did some more grinding. Went to Getting those levels, yeah, getting, getting that gill. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Gotta get it, yeah. So I headed to Junon and went into the town, talked to everyone I could see there, went into that lady's house, just, you know, invading their personal space (laughs) as you do. In video games, of Mm -hmm. course. You didn't break her pots though, so she should be grateful. Yeah, she should be. So yeah, I was talking to people and then I headed over to the elevator that was being guarded and he said, don't snoop around here. Like, that's the one thing he says to you. And I'm like, "Mm, now I want to snoop around here. It's like, (laughs) if you hadn't said that. Did it take you a while to get to the beach? Um, a little bit. I was trying to walk around that guy with the fish because it looked like there was a path back to behind his house the other way. And I couldn't get back there because I think, um... Those isometric angles throwing you off. And I think Barrett was standing there. Or maybe that was later. But I'm like, I need to walk around you and I can't walk around you. Um, but then I finally did figure out, oh, you can walk down here. And then then meet the dolphin and Mm -hmm. the girl. Priscilla and her Mr. Dolphin. Mr. Dolphin. Such a clever name for the dolphin. I love it. (laughs) And within like three minutes, that goes awry. Yeah. So soon. She's just like, oh, are you with Shinra? And I'm like, no. And she's like, I don't believe you. And then she just gets attacked. And I thought she was dead. And I'm like, we're going to fight this thing. She wrote, it runs out and encounters the bottom swell. How was that fight? It wasn't too tough. Um, Just used bolt and fire a lot because you couldn't really attack it um, with, with physical attacks. Uh, so I, I did lots of magic. You can if you have ranged attacks. Oh, yeah, ranged attacks. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any ranged attack. Barrett's looking right real now. good right now, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Barrett's always looking good, let's be right. honest. But <laughs> yeah. this open vest, small open <laughs> vest, great. <laughs> looking real good. Great polygons, hot. <laughs> but the bu- did you figure out the bubbles pretty quickly? Oh, the, when you would get like trapped in the bubbles? Yeah. Yeah, you just attack the bubbles, right? Uh, you use magic on oh, them. Oh, no, I didn't figure that out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They just kind of went away on their own. Oh, they're a lot like the Reno fight. If you remember the triangles you'd have to attack. Uh It's the same concept, but with magic. No, I didn't. I I tried to attack them with physical attacks. (laughs) And And you just hurt people? Yeah. (laughs) Well, once. Once I hurt someone. Yeah. Because then I guess, apparently they just go away if I don't magic them. And then once it went away after I'd already told someone to attack someone. Luckily, it only happened once. So was it a fairly easy fight or was it a struggle because of that? It was fairly easy. Okay. I mean, there was a little bit of stress because I'm like, oh man, oh man. Because when they were in the bubble, their health would be depleted and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, this is getting scary. This is getting scary. But it was never like, it didn't get too bad because people would get their limit breaks and mm-hmm. Aries could do the healing wind and everything was fine. Yeah, that's always helpful. The mm-hmm. healing wind. Love healing wind. After that, you have to revive, well, 
You defeat Bottom Swell, yeah. then Priscilla's passed it on the beach. You gotta CPR her. Yeah, I. It took way longer than I thought it would. I'm like, this child is going to die on my watch because I'm doing it wrong. And it took me a long time, not a long time, just longer than it should have, because I would push the button and nothing would happen. But I'd push the button again, and then he would start the breathing, and then he'd stop. I'm like, oh gosh. So I'd have to push the button, wait. Yeah. And then, so there was a bit of a delay that I wasn't anticipating, but it, it all worked out in the end. We did save her. I don't think you can let her die. You can just oh, take gosh. a long time to do it, but she, there's no way that she oh, just goodness. dies. Wow. So Well, that's good. No instant Question mark. <laughs> no, no death. That's good. And after she awakes, the townspeople invite you to stay in one of their homes. And Cloud experiences some further flashbacks oh yeah yeah you take a quick little nap and they say where was where was tiffa that voice or whoever mm-hmm. it is we don't where was tiffa oh well she was our guide he's like no why couldn't you go talk to her on your own mm-hmm. he's like i don't know and then they're like well go ask her he's like that's a good idea <laughs> and then you wake up and tiffa's there and so you, you ask her and she's pretty much the same response you had he's like i don't know it was like years ago yeah she doesn't remember but then she's like come out it's crazy mm-hmm. so you go outside yeah, the party gathered. The party's so. just in that area mm-hmm. outside, and you see Priscilla again. Yep, she's just been like, "Oh, thanks and sorry. I thought you were bad guys." <laughs> and you're like, that, "That's okay." She gives you two important items: the thing she uses for summoning oh, Mr. Right. Dolphin and a materia. Yeah, the whistle and the materia. Does, don't you get the whistle later, like when you're at the place? I think she's like, oh, come with me. And oh, then you yeah. go down. And that's, so, no, yeah. that's okay. I was confused. She I'm gives like, you, it's a, yeah. switch the order. But I was saying if you remember Scratch the me. materia that she gives you. Yeah, the shiva. Have you used it? Yep. That's one of my favorite songs. It was exciting. Yeah. Shiva. And yeah, you get to the base of the tower. She hands you the whistle to control Mr. Dolphin. Good old Mr. Dolphin. And you embark. Mm-hmm. The jump thing took me two jumps, but two I did jump. it. That's still pretty good. Oh, yeah. I was very <laughs> proud of myself because I was like, this is going to be so difficult. And mm-hmm. then I missed it. And I'm like, dagnab. And I did it again. And yeah. Hey, made it. So within the game, Mr. Dolphin basically jumps into the air with mm-hmm. you on his back nose area. Yeah, we don't know. And then you're able to get high enough to get onto the tower and then, where it's not electrocuted. The base is electrocuted. Yeah. You go above that. Thanks to Mr. Dolphin. Mm-hmm. I love their thinking behind this. It's like, hey, what would be a good idea? An electrified fence in the water. It's like, uh, yeah, great. And who's going to get you past it? A dolphin. A dolphin, a fish. It's great. A mammal, not a fish. Excuse me. <laughs> Come but, on, yeah. Melissa. And you climb up the tower and... Mm-hmm. And then you start walking around because you're in this giant area with a lot of open space. I feel very exposed. And I'm like, something's going to just kill me right here. In Upper Junon. Yeah, in the Upper Junon area with... You're like in some hangar. Mm-hmm. looks like all these airships and stuff. So you fly around and you push this button. I thought it was a box that you could open. You go up to it, you press it, and then like the whole ground lowers. And yeah. Like, oh, no. has that little elevator next to an airship that you mm-hmm. see. So I went down there and finally, after running around, running, running, running like a chicken with its legs cut off, I finally found where I was supposed to go <laughs> and went through to the next little area. And there you encounter a guard who assumes you're another guard. Uh-huh. He thinks you're in soldier. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you doing wearing that? Come on, we gotta get changed. And I'm like, all right. So I follow him after some difficulty trying to figure out where I was supposed to walk and what buttons to push to walk there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really hope I get used to that soon. I ended up having to like rotate the controller. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I'm like, that's what I pressed to go that way. Because oh. the whole thing is, instead of looking straight on it, it's like at a three quarter angle and I'm like yeah. okay well I could either press up or over to go that way and it was it, it's stressful. an isometric angle 
Is that the technical term yes. for isometric? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, it would be fine with a um, with an analog stick because then you just hit the diagonal to go mm-hmm. up to the diagonal angle. But anyway, we've talked about this, and I'll probably yeah. be struggling with it for quite a while. The to come, PlayStation but... One controls can be really fun to work with, yeah. especially when in one room it's one way, and then when you enter a room, you have to rotate it the other way. It's fine. Moving on. <laughs> it's it's definitely something. I, growing up with it, many games I played were from that isometric angle. Mm-hmm. And so I just got used to it over time. Like, it was yeah. very natural for oh, me. Mm-hmm, totally. But you're going from, like, 3D games to this yes. experience. Uh-huh. It's, it's rough. Hopefully I'll pick it up soon. Mm-hmm. So you're inadvertently helped into disguise by this soldier. And the first thing you have to do is a little mini game, the marching thing. That was fun. How did that go? Terribly. Do you know what the rating was? It was bad. It it just kept dropping more and more. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was like 14 or something. What item did they send you after the marching? A 14? grenade. Okay. That basically speaks for itself. Yep. They're like, <laughs> someone send that guy. A gren- or what do they... I, can, I don't know what they said. Send him a bomb. Yeah, send that soldier a bomb. And then I got a grenade. I have to say. say that it's even difficult as an experienced player to do this minigame really well. Yeah. Like you okay. have to time it perfectly. And I would try to time, they're like, charge! And I'm like, wait, they're okay. And so I'd go, and then I'd be behind, so I'd have to run a little bit, and then I'd have to run a little bit more, and I would try to shoulder my weapon, and it was rough. Mm-hmm. So I never got yeah. the hang of that. And they don't want you to go behind, you're supposed to go straight through them. Oh. Yeah. Well, then that would explain it. That explains but, a lot, right? But after they tell you what to do, the other guys go behind the group and get yeah. in it. <sighs> they show you incorrectly, which blows my mind. It's like, hey, do this. Nope, you're supposed to run right through and get in line immediately. I feel so betrayed. Right? <laughs> oh, no. Gosh, well, if I would have known that. <laughs> Goodness. So you got your grenade, and then you're free to explore for a bit. And explore I do. How was Junon as a whole? I was really intrigued by it. I mm-hmm. thought it was a really cool place. All these shops that I would have just walked right past. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. You go in these shops, and <laughs> I love the um, little conversations that people try to start. He's like, oh, I'm so happy you're here. I didn't think I was going to make the quota today if you didn't come. And then I just leave without buying anything. Right. I feel bad. I'm like, oh, sorry. It, it's okay. It's just RP. It's yeah. just context. <laughs> it's fine. But you yeah. can just imagine them as you leave. Like, oh, man, I'll have to shut down my shop now. Oh, gosh. Yep. And you're, you get a glimpse at how the military lives in this city. Oh, yeah. Which I think is really interesting. Yeah, it was really weird because um, you'd, I went down into this secret area that I don't know if was actually secret, but mm-hmm. I made it in there. And then these people were like, oh, so tell me about this. And like you're able to read stuff about materia and mm-hmm. equipping things and all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, this is intense. Yeah. A lot of information to take in. Then you're able to go to different places and you find like different Shinra soldiers and also um who did I run into was it like Rufus and them or was it someone no yeah they were like at a bar yeah yeah Rufus you see some of the Turks Rufus oh is the, in there. Turf- the Turks yeah, yeah of course I believe it's Rude's in there Rude, and either Reno or Singh maybe Elena I can't remember actually I think Elena is in there it was a blur because mm-hmm. I went into so many different shops um, but they were there, and they were like, you got to take your mask off. And I'm like, peace out. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Not doing that. And then you can go into, like, different quarters and stuff. And yeah. then, of course, you meet the guy who's like, my uniform is missing. And I'm like, that sucks. I'm going to leave. <laughs> uh, but you can go in, and there's so many dogs. So mm-hmm. many dogs. And then the kittens that are meowing on, the, on like, the top bunk. Yeah. I tried to interact with those kittens way too... It took 
I took way too long trying to interact with those kittens because they're just meowing very loudly. Like you can hear them as soon as you're in there. And I'm like, well, I got to check on those kittens. The animal sound effects in the game are a bit so loud. louder than everything else is great. <laughs> I was excited to interact with the kittens and then you mm -hmm. it's fine. And then you have your second mini game, which is that mini performance for Rufus. How did you do in that one? In the practice, I was flawless. Flawless in the practice and I really messed it up. <laughs> the actual performance, <laughs> oh, it was rough. Did you notice during the performance a certain someone in the background watching? Maybe. You have the open cargo ship behind you. And if if you look up, you I, check in at a certain I didn't time. Check in, though. Red peeks over the boxes oh at gosh. you. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't notice that. That's great. Mm -hmm. It would have been I I wish I would have noticed that because I was a little stressed about something, but we'll get back to that later. I was going to say one thing when I was exploring all the shops, someone, like I go into a hotel or something like, oh, aren't you on duty? Everyone mm -hmm. kept asking me if I was in, on duty and then not caring that I was on duty. <laughs> I'm like, this is <laughs> wonderful. But I thought that was an interesting little, little tidbit. So after that performance with Rufus, then you get, you board the cargo ship. Oh good, I was supposed to right then. Yeah. Good, because the guy says, let's go get this cleaned up or something. And so I assumed I was supposed to follow him, mm -hmm. but I'm like, oh, where else can I go before I follow him? And I went into the airship and it closed and we left. And I'm like, I left my friends. <laughs> what? No, I made a mistake. I was yeah. so worried. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, that was fine. I guess I'll just start over on my own. <laughs> I didn't know what just was going to happen. You'll have a new life once you reach yeah. the other shore, right? Without yeah. everybody. It's like, I'll have to recruit some new friends and find out what I'm doing. Yeah, I was a little shocked because I'm like, oh, yeah. no, I did it wrong. There are but two signs fine. that they've made it up there fine. If you're running toward the second mini game quick enough, mm -hmm. you can actually see them in disguise running into the next area. And then there's red peeking over the crates as well. So those two things. <laughs> I'm completely oblivious to all that. Completely oblivious. No worries. <laughs> so on the cargo ship, you start within it. Mm -hmm. in, the, in the cargo hold, you're there and I start talking to people and suddenly, hey, there's Yuffie being sick did... <laughs> well i didn't know it was yuffie mm -hmm. at first because they're like oh i'm sick and then i gave him a medicine mm -hmm. and then i'm like oh hey it's yuffie Good you thing didn't I gave check him the name nope oh wait yeah you can see the name and then the text i don't think i did at first oh okay and then they're like thanks i'm like oh yeah it's yuffie of course here so you go like, why would it even give me the option to give some random yeah a medicine but because you eventually befriend him and he goes on the yeah. journey with you right no. Yeah, you just gotta get He's, this It's just Yuffie. Test. All the other sailors are unimportant. Yeah, no one else is important. But then, of course, Yuffie's right in the way. I'm trying to get the shiny bit of some item behind her. Mm -hmm. And she's and I can't walk around her. I tried, again, for much too long to try to figure out how to get behind her. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Because I'm always worried, like, if I don't get it now, I might not be able to come back. I've got that worry all the time now. I'm like, mm -hmm. I gotta get everything. But then I walk around some more and I find out all the other people are hiding. And of course, Red is my favorite. Red's the best He's like, disguise. I look like a person. <laughs> he's like dancing around. He's like flailing around, oh trying to stand two legs. It's beautiful. And he's got his little tail that uh -huh. I didn't notice at first. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy right now. It was so, <laughs> such a great little treat to see. How long did it take you to find Barrett? Not too long. He was down kind of near the front. Yeah, but you have to actually go downstairs before you can go back up and oh. find him. So you did that. I did. I went back downstairs thinking maybe Yuffie's moved and I can get that item. <laughs> nope, not yet. Good choices, good choices. Yeah. And then you talk to Barrett and he's trying to spy on Rufus mm -hmm. and Heidegger. His costume is my other favorite. Yes. Though, the white oh, the sailor, sailor outfit. outfit. It's so classic, mm -hmm. so great. Yeah, and they're talking about a specific... 
suspicious. Wow, that word is hard. <laughs> They're talking about a suspicious person that's been seen or reported on the boat, and we think it's us. Yeah, that actually first. happens. For you're just is spying on them, but you can't. Oh, you can't uh-huh. hear Rufus and Hedegar through the glass. Okay. Barrett's just peeking over, watching them. Oh, right. Okay. And then a, an alarm goes off. Oh, right. Then the alarm goes off. Yeah, and, and it's like a suspicious character has been found aboard, and they're like, "Is that us?" Oh, right. Yeah. And then, nope, it's Sephiroth. <laughs> Which you don't learn. No, we don't learn right then. Yeah, you go and meet up with everybody, pick a party, and they're like, "We have to explore the ship to find out if it's Sephiroth," because they have yeah. their suspicions. And then you go into into the hold. There are several dead soldiers. Yeah, that was a fun time. And that's pretty clear. Oh, someone's probably running around murdering. And who loves running around murdering people more than Sephiroth? I don't think there's anyone. No. And then you make your way into the engine room. Yep, you make your way into there. And he doesn't seem to know who you are at that Mm -hmm. point. He's like, who are you? And then he says my favorite line in the entire show so far. The entire show. The entire game so far. He says something like, time is now or something. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is. And then we start fighting. But we're fighting like Genova, the mm-hmm. arm something. It was kind of unclear. It's not really it's, unclear. It's supposed to be kind of yeah. vague, but yeah. Its official name is Genova Birth. Genova Birth. Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And then it turns into the arm or something. Yeah. After you kill it, it's like mm-hmm. this flailing bit of arm that's kind of creepy. Classy. And did you get the materia after it died? Ifrit? Yes. Yes, I did. Ifrit. I'm excited to try that one out. Ifrit. And so from that, we learn that Sephiroth wants to go to the promised land with Mother. I mean, we don't learn that. We, mm-hmm. It's just kind of confirmed again. Sephiroth's talking about that fun stuff again. He's heading in a specific direction, and you're going in the right way. Yes. Following him. Mm-hmm. Good times. So we're doing it right, even though I thought I left at the wrong time, <laughs> and I couldn't impress people with my soldier skills. We're doing it good still. It's, it's fine. still doing well. <laughs> yeah. So the ship landed, and... Everyone's complaining about Rufus and how things are going, it seems. They're always like, man, well, when his father did this, or, oh, well, he's so snooty, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, guys, this is yeah. awesome. In Costa del Sol, you were right yeah, in, Costa in, the, del in Costa del Sol. And this is a beach town. Yep. It was very jarring. Yes. It's... Another completely different um, setting. Mm-hmm. Totally different tone. The music is one of my favorite tunes. It's so fun. And Red's suffering the whole time. Oh, because his nose is dry. Yeah. Poor guy. I covered my mouth as I said that. His <laughs> nose is dry. Sorry. I'm really bad at this. While I'm learning to video game, I'm also learning to podcast. Yay, and both of us. speaking clearly and not covering my face when I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Apologies. Moving on. <laughs> You're learning to game. I'm learning to try and kind of host. I think we're doing well. Yeah, are we? I don't know, man. <laughs> of course we're doing well. <laughs> so you go throughout yeah. the town. You mingle a bit. You see... Mm-hmm people around who was in your party red and aries i assume yep, red and aries okay still. so did you get to see barrett in the bathroom yes oh my gosh i was that was the best well the guy's like he's been in there for so long mm-hmm. i was gonna go and talk to barrett first but then i saw someone else there so i talked to them and then i couldn't go yeah interrupt barrett in the bathroom and i was yeah. kind of upset you go <laughs> in the inn uh-huh. and barrett's in there barrett's in there oh well because the camera like starts there and then it pans down to where the other guy is. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I got to go talk to Barrett and embarrass him. But he comes out of the bathroom before I could. And what is he doing him. in the bathroom? He's looking, checking himself out. He's like, I like this soldier get up. Yeah. He's in the sailor outfit in yeah, the bathroom. Soldier. Yeah. Sailor. Same thing, right? No. I'm struggling. <laughs> Just dancing around in this sailor outfit, making sure he looks good. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things is, is it Tifa or Aries that say he looks like a, marshmallow i think it's aries i think it's aries yeah i love that though beautiful yeah, it was great after that i think the only things to really see are the beach yeah i walked around the beach talked to everyone there and then i met an old friend johnny 
Oh yeah, Johnny. I was like, you missed him in the beginning. Yeah. Okay, to take us back, District Seven. You see Johnny as he's leaving. You get you didn't really get to see Johnny much. Uh uh-uh. Johnny's leaving Sector Seven, and he's basically embarking on his own adventure. And you don't really find out about this unless you talk to everyone once you arrive, and then as he's leaving, and mm-hmm. then you, there's like this little Johnny subplot that <laughs> ends in Costa del Sol. You see him again in the Wall Market. He's outside the Honey Bee Inn thinking about going right. in, and he's very nervous. And he also has an obvious crush on Tifa. Yeah, because he, he asks about her. So it basically wraps up in Costa del Sol, where he's found a girlfriend. Good times. <laughs> so a fun little subplot with Johnny. But on the beach, you meet another familiar face. Or did you not go down the, to the beach? I did go down to the beach. I'm just trying okay. to remember who I ran into. He's surrounded by women, hanging out in his his white coat you can skip past him this is not a required i know i went down to the beach a couple times Mm -hmm. just to make sure that i saw everything but Mm -hmm. the only thing i remember next is um yuffie got a part-time job Mm -hmm. selling materia and she's real good at it yeah (laughs) she doesn't you know leave and steal their stuff at the end of the day right hopefully you don't know that no she does (laughs) you go talk to the guy and he's like she stole her stuff oh i'm like oh that's my girl (laughs) no it was wonderful. <laughs> okay, down at the beach, you actually can encounter Hojo. Hey, I might. I don't think I did. He's hanging out, sun tanning, <laughs> surrounded his, by his women. Coat? Yeah, sun tanning. Sun tanning in his coat Amazing. with his glasses. Yeah, I and don't think yeah, I him. he talks to Aries in red. Oh, I missed that. I'm bummed out. And he also asks you if you want to be a part of an experiment. Oh gosh. He says some suspicious things. Yeah. Goodness. I, but you're fine without saying this, honestly. Okay, this okay. isn't a requirement for anything. Yeah. Still kind of mad. Yeah. Oh, well, it's fine. <laughs> I'm over it. Oh, and before you actually got into town, it did flash over to Rufus and Heidegger getting off the ship, if you remember. Yeah, and Heidegger was laughing, and Rufus is like, stop that horse laugh. And like, yeah, 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 or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is wonderful. And they say that they knew Cloud and friends were on the boat as oh, well uh-huh. as Sephiroth. And they're probably here now. And then Rufus took off in his freaking helicopter, just like his dad. Like father, like son again. Mm-hmm. One thing I did notice, um, he climbs up a ladder to get into a door. And I was thinking of how difficult that would be. Because there's not like a landing he could stand on to open the door. Mm-hmm. So he's got to somehow reach from the ladder up to open the door and then somehow get in. I was just thinking about how difficult that would be, even though it doesn't really matter. I, no, I had those same thoughts back in the Shinra building. When you climb up on the toilet to get oh, into the vents, yeah. how would you... That's very difficult. We just don't know. But he just does it so easily. Well, it is cloud. It is cloud. It's probably a spiky Magical hair. opening of things above toilets. Yes. <laughs> Plus two on... Plus two on <laughs> open... Oh, no. Amazing. Okay. So I, w- I asked around a lot, and everyone kept telling me about the gold saucer. And then I was like, I gotta go find Sephiroth. So... I went to go find Sephiroth. Actually, I just went out into the map and I saved. And that was it? That was all I did that day. Do you know where you're heading next? Around? Hojo actually gives you kind of a hint. And since you didn't talk to him, I'll just tell you. He mumbles to himself, turns away, and mumbles to himself and says, heading west. Oh, okay. But I I believe there's only one thing you can go into from this area anyway. Someone else might have mentioned something about going west. Mm-hmm. I could be making that up. We don't know. I imagine <laughs> someone does. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't want to limit that just to Hojo, who you can yeah. see. Yeah. Or would they? We don't know. We just don't know at all. And I mean, s- 
I after looking around everywhere though, I assumed it's like, well, that's all I can really do in this city, and mm-hmm. Yuffie quit her job, so I think it's time <laughs> to go. <laughs> so I headed out to the map and saved. That's where you ended your third section of this? Yep, that's where I ended. I've wanted to go back and play some more, but I was like, no, I need to wait. I need to pace myself, because if I play anymore, I'm going to forget everything. <laughs> Not everything, <laughs> but little details that are fun to discuss. So I, You're making good progress, I feel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and feel free to play at whatever pace that yeah. you prefer. I don't think you should limit yourself based on the podcast. Okay, I'll, I'll try to keep that in mind. It's been a rough week. I would have played... A lot more, I feel, but I have a project that I'm trying to work on for my cousin, and so once I'm done with that, it'll be a lot easier. But now I'm feeling a little bit stressed because I'm like, I gotta play the game and I gotta paint the thing, but I gotta get this done by then. I gotta get this done, but it'll be done by the end of this weekend, hopefully. So yeah. then it'll be a lot easier, and I should, I should hopefully be getting through it a little mm-hmm. quicker. Yeah, I mean, you're getting used to the game. You're getting used to a different play style. Mm-hmm. You're kind of getting used to the isometric backgrounds, the pre-rendered. <laughs> Fun yeah, backgrounds. Kind of. <laughs> Emphasis on the kind of. Yeah. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> Just give it some time. I will. I will. I'm not going to give up on account of that. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to my brother saying, I was so proud of how I'd finally got the, got the hang of moving the camera and turning a corner at the same time in Mass Effect. And for, he had the impression that it took me like at, until the end of the first game. Uh-huh. I thought I got the hang of it long before then, but apparently I didn't. <laughs> So hopefully it doesn't take me too long to get the hang of it, but mm-hmm. I'm prepared to just soldier through it if I have to, you know. Much act- like Cloud tried to. Yeah. Oh, soldier I'm through so, it. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So before we end it, let's just do a short summary update. Party members, still just Aries and Red. Yep. And you're not really switching people out or trying to train up other people. I really should, but no. I'm going to suggest that you do train. I, okay. They Maybe do grinding. lightly level up as you go through specific events. Mm-hmm. But if you're out grinding, they don't get experience from that. Oh. oh. Oh, if they're not in your party. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll probably do that for grinding. Maybe I'll just take them each out for a half hour at a time. Do you know what level you're at right now? Nope. Next time, we're totally going to report on, on this. I'll yeah. check on that. One other thing I did want to say is, so when we went from um, Midgar to the Chocobo area, mm-hmm. and then going from the Chocobo area to Juon. No, not Junon. Not Junon yet. Uh, calm. Calm? Calm, okay. and then to Junon and to the mines. Everything, like, every new setting is so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, some not as different as others, but they're just so different. And so going to, going from the boat to Coastal Del Sol was so jarring because mm-hmm. it's suddenly like, I'm a surfer? Like, I wasn't, but it was just such a different vibe, mm-hmm. and it was very jarring, and it was almost unpleasantly so. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, just because it's suddenly like, oh, we're in a fun beach town. And I know that nonsense is still happening, and so it's not not just a fun beach town. And I'm, I'm able to look past that mm-hmm. because the game has already done so many setting changes already. If mm-hmm. this had been the first, you know, drastic change, it would have been so, like, I would have been so turned off by it. Yeah. I'd be like what is this little mini game area that doesn't do anything like even though there's no mini games to do there but i think i'll just get more used to it to the different changes and stuff and i really like that the settings change so much and they're so vibrant mm-hmm. in different places so i do like that it was just very shocking mm-hmm. to go from something like so much of like a, almost a steampunk feel in some parts of the area to going to tropical surf town See, I, this is actually something I enjoy, that the mm-hmm. world has so much variety, because this is an entirely new continent. I, it's not 
ruled over by Shinra, and they're kind of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And the songs that they play with each city are more representative of that particular culture. So I appreciate the variety. I like seeing that. I like seeing yeah. that the world's not this one consistent thing. And I do, no, I do like the variety. It just, um, when I'm trying to, when I'm in the zone for the game and stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm getting to the next area. And I'm like, this is not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. It just, there's such a drastic tonal shift. It was just jarring for me. But I do enjoy the place. I do love the area. I do love that it's showing the different parts of the world and how it isn't all under Shinra and stuff. So I do really enjoy that and I appreciate that. But but it was just very tough for me to be like, wait, I, I was playing this game and now I'm playing this game. Even though the gameplay is the same and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it was just different and unexpected. You'll find that with most Square games. Yeah. Uh, the different environments are very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've played Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So, I mean, the different worlds, while well, it isn't that drastic where it's representing <laughs> a whole different kind of film as it yeah. does in Kingdom Hearts, it does have very different areas depending mm-hmm. on where you're at. Different kingdoms, different cities, different tones. And in Kingdom Hearts, that was, it was just more expected. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, now we're going to go be in Tarzan. Now we're in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. So well, they I was expecting yeah. different vibes. And so this one, I just wasn't expecting it as much. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I do think it's still really cool. And the it was so warm. And I mean, not just because the sun was out. <laughs> it was just a very warm feeling place. Very welcoming and stuff. Like you go into the bar and they're like, oh, you don't have money. That's okay. You want a drink or whatever. And mm-hmm. then someone's like, oh, that one person who kept talking to me about telling me how many fish I brought or something. I was like, I didn't do that. <laughs> but, oh well. So that was a little weird, yeah. but in a good way. Mm-hmm. I think throughout the game, just expect areas <laughs> to be very different from one another. And if you ever play another Final Fantasy game, which will happen, I mean, I'm telling you what games yes. to play. <laughs> so eventually the, there will be more, especially if we hit Final Fantasy IX, which is my absolute favorite. Yeah. And I don't think, if I was playing this game on my own, this would be nowhere near enough of a reason to stop playing. Yeah. It's just something that I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it is something that I can just move past and yeah. get into the game. And I still love the game. It doesn't make me like it any less. <laughs> I would definitely play more Final Fantasy games, even yeah. if this was going to happen more. And the way I think of it as well, I mean, you're getting off of the boat. You're the only, some of the only people that know Sephiroth is back mm-hmm. and existing and doing things. And then you get off into this beach resort town where they have absolutely no idea of these terrible things other people are going through. They're just living their lives, surfing away. And it's such a vibrant tone. And yeah, they have no idea. Destruction is happening everywhere. That was probably the thing is I, I just wasn't expecting them not to know. Yeah. what was going on mm-hmm. and them to just for a whole for a whole community mm-hmm. to just not be aware of what everyone else in the world seems to know about even yeah. though they don't as far as they know the president just died and mm-hmm. was replaced by rufus no one knows that sephiroth went in and killed him i think that was established in calm they're like oh he's dead now yeah but no one's going oh sephiroth is back it's yeah. a limited thing to know at this point mm-hmm. need to know yes or discovering presidents with swords in their back and going, oh, I know where that's yeah. from. <laughs> yeah, the select few. You're one of the rare souls. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, I feel very privileged. Oh yeah, that's what you want to be privileged <laughs> on, right? Um, Sorry, that was no, quite a detour no, there. I'd be like, okay. one more thing. Let's it's talk fine. for seven hours about this. Uh, going back to the little updates, have you uh-huh. been buying materia and weapons from sellers? Not really. Weapons, yes. Mm-hmm. I did buy um, in the shops in Junon. I, there was one guy who was like, I've got the best weapons. And I went and I checked. And I'm like, wow, those are actually quite nice. Quite nice little upgrades. And so I did buy weapons for everyone, even though I haven't been using everyone in my party. Yeah. I bought everyone's upgraded weapons. Um, but I haven't been buying Materia. And I don't know if I should. I'm like, I already have that one. 
Well, there are a few that you can only obtain through different stores, oh, okay. and different stores have different materia. Mm -hmm. So there's a chance if you just check in a store, they'll have something new and different that you haven't seen before. Again, not essential to beating the game, but mm -hmm. if you want to explore different materia and there's uses, there's those. Again, with the, with the hoarding things, I'm like, I can't spend all my money. Sometimes I'm totally fine spending all my money, but other times I'm like, I can probably get this from an enemy. I won't buy it now, mm -hmm. but who knows if I can actually get it from an enemy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's the third section of your playthrough. <laughs> yep. I think we've covered everything. I think so. Yeah. There was a lot less exposition this time. Yeah. Less story being revealed, less plot points, but we're still moving forward, mm -hmm. saying new things. Yep. What are your theories and thoughts? Oh, goodness. Theories and thoughts. I'm really bad at this part because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just here for the ride and it's loving it. Um, uh, let's see. Theories and thoughts. Well, we're just following Sephiroth through different areas. Um, I assume it's going to keep up with the theme of we go into a town and someone's like, this guy with a sword and a black coat is, was here. And then we just have to find out where he was and then go there and there's going to be a, a new mini game to do. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what to expect. But yeah, if it's still just going to be kind of like a, a clue hunting uh, chase that'll be fun yeah because <laughs> I do like the having to go and talk to the right people and be like oh well he said that so I gotta go there so that's kind of what I'm expecting just more of this um, but I'm also prepared to be surprised that they might just change the whole thing up because it Plot seems twists. like they've kind of done that mm -hmm. and I really am, I enjoy being surprised in that way so. well you did spend the majority of the first part of the game in Midgar mm -hmm. and that kind of dark area around yes, it yes and it's not until escaping that continent that you see more variety, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, Chocobo Farm is a nice reprieve, fun and cute. Yeah. But it's right next to the Snake Swamp, so. Yeah, that does put a damper on things. A little bit. <laughs> and for some reason, just a tiny little farm that's happy and sunshiny seems a little more easy to swallow than yeah. a whole other continent of, of beach. And I was, I was just like, what? Even though the whole continent is the beach, and I know that. But it was just right off the boat, and it's like, boom, this is what it is. Anyway, mm -hmm. we don't need to discuss that anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> This is actually something I'm interested to see in Final Fantasy XV. Totally unrelated, but the oh, areas yeah. that I've seen so far are very, very different, and I'm wondering how they work cohesively oh. in a in a open world. Mm. So we'll That'd see. That'd be cool. I mean, you have MMOs where like each area is very starkly different, but that's a different vibe. It's a different yeah. flavor kind of of game, and irrelevant to this conversation. So <laughs> that's all right. We gotta see? go and talk about all these different flavors. I mean, one's gonna be zesty, one's gonna be savory. Guys, this is the struggle. I want to talk about video games so much, and I have like no one to talk about video games with, so I'm recruiting <laughs> Melissa and dragging her through this gaming mud. I wouldn't call Final Fantasy mud, though. No, it's definitely not Final mud. Fantasy Seven, Eight, maybe. <laughs> oh. But <Final laughs> Controversial. No. Final Shut. Fantasy Seven. yeah. That's more like being dragged through... I'm going to need a long minute to think of a comparison. What's something That's okay. fun to be dragged yeah. through? It's more like being dragged through... Marshmallows? That would be sticky. That's sticky. Never. Mm. No. It's more like snow that's actually warm. And okay. <laughs> and moist. <laughs> it's more like being dragged through Willy Wonka's Chocolate River. You don't but want you're not that. You're going to drown. That's nasty because then you're, you're. That's it's true. Your body's in it. And you're Ugh. drink. It's like trying to drink bath water. Why Ew. Don't you? No. But it's bath chocolate. <laughs> It's never going to be dragged through something. That's what we're learning from this. It's more like, here we go. It's more like taking a nice rest in some pillows that are 
very, they're kind of old, but they're really nice. <laughs> I'm trying, there's no accurate one. Okay. It's more like being dragged along on a grand adventure. It's like watching an old film that's really great and transcends time. While it might seem dated in some ways and have tropes, you have to think about how those tropes during that time were not tropes and that technology in creating that film was cutting edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a lot of the time where the tropes came from. Yeah. So it isn't like being dragged through anything. It's a no. different experience. It's a good experience. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we'll continue to be positive. I think it will. Yeah. I think it'll be good. All right. And we'll see you in a couple days in our mm -hmm. next part. Yep. I am Lindsay Loader. And my name is Melissa Jane. And we are Never, Never Noobs. Noobs.